produced by gauntletcreative.com. Hey, hello, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Direct Input Podcast. Today is December 15, 2016, the day that weed is now legal in fucking Massachusetts. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Mac this day in history. Here we are. <laughs> Live at Ralph's Rock Diner in the heart of downtown Worcester. Fucking uh, beautiful, fucking clear, windy, fucking sub-temperature fucking night. Fucking brutal. Ugh. You know, it's New England, so, like, Ugh. it's obvious, like, but still, we can still complain about it, that it's really fucking cold out Yeah. Wind chills, like, what, negative 10, negative 15, some bullshit right now? Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. I was in, like, New Orleans fucking three weeks ago. Like, what the fuck is this? This is fucking stupid. <laughs> So, anyways, but no, fucking tonight we got a show down here, Middle Thursday. Happy birthday to Mr. Christopher Farmery. Fucking yeah. uh, Fires Old's playing. Boar Corpse is playing their new album. And we Everyone had from Ralph's has a birthday this week, pretty much. Big time. Dude, this ceremony. Big birthday fucking week. Brian's birthday. Fucking yeah, Brian. Sure. You're, what are you, like, fucking 30 years old now or I'm, something? I'm uh, 32 ski. There it is. 32. Two skis. I like the skis a lot. Skis. It's your fucking. <laughs> you know, like, you always drop... You know, we're going to, going to fucking Cumbies to get a coffee. But two skis is for skis at the end. He's got two skis. Of course you have two <laughs> skis. Fucking, you know, like a couple of know. skis. Uh, but, hey, tonight we're joined by fucking the opening act, one of the, uh, the new fucking uh, black metal bands coming out of Massachusetts. Fucking Legion's Descent. Fucking... What are you saying over there, fucking champ? Black Death? Are you whispering in my fucking Black Death? Black Death? Black Death? Like it's not going to get picked up, you doing the whisper. You got, you got a wall of mics around. Black Death? Let's go around the couch right now. Uh, introduce yourself, your name, your instrument, and tell me, where did you grow up? You go first, guy. Me? Yeah. All right. Uh, my name's Greg. I'm the bassist. I guess, and I'm going to be backing vocals when we eventually figure that out. Uh, I mean, I was, I've lived here pretty much my whole life around Acton, Shirley area, so uh, that's about it. All right, right on, Mass Hole. All right. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Hey, I'm Andrew. Uh, I play guitar, and I grew up in northern Connecticut, so almost a Mass Hole, but not, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did move to Boston when I was uh, 17, so I've been here for a while. Right on. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is uh, Steve, the drummer. Uh, I uh, was uh, born here in uh, Massachusetts, Brighton. So this place is badass. I like it. Cold, nice, pretty cool. Right on. That's grim. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you must be the youngest one in the band. I take it. Ah, uh, no, nah, man. Sorry, man. No. No. Not the youngest. Looks like it. With his uh, gray gray beard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When I hit that stage, I become Curse. So it's Curse of <laughs> Legion's Descent. That's your fucking alter ego? That's my alter ego, dude. You got you to gotta ask him what the history is. Yeah, what that. is the history? <laughs> why, why, why does a man like you need an alter ego? I don't know. I just I think it's cool to have a... Like, when did when'd you, when'd you come up with that? Well, originally I was in a wrestling federation called the RWF, the Raw Wrestling Federation. My wrestling name was Curse. Really? <laughs> Yeah, were that you, video. Were you baby face or a heel? Oh, I was a good guy, dude. Okay, cool. Oh, Wait, yeah. how, how, how I was the RWF World Heavyweight Champion. Why we, Why you got to be such a good guy? What is this, backyard wrestling? There's no good guys in it's backyard wrestling. It's we like underground wrestling. Underground. Underground. What do you mean? How, like, you how old were you? How old were you when you when this was going on? If you're talking about the first time yeah. ever, that's way back in the HWF, the House Wrestling <laughs> Federation, when that started back in 92. Really? Yes, I was a rising rocker. <laughs> Rip off of the rockers. 
We've the that was ninety-two. Ma- makes sense. International mattress wow. champion or something. <laughs> oh no, HWF World Heavyweight Champion. I fought Steelheart at Thundermania ninety-five. Jesus. I beat him. What basement was that in? It was in my house. It's his own basement. Basement. Oh, the basement was called uh, the Thunderdome. You, in case you missed that. <laughs> now they're they're laughing, but I bet those were some of the funnest times. Oh, looking back now, right? Oh, when my music hit, and I pinned him one, two, three, and I raised the belt. All of a sudden, you heard and still world HWF world What was your music? Rising rocker. Oh, recon, take us away. Yeah, movies with badass. You hear that music, dude? So good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because when you hear the three, when he goes one, two, three, all of a sudden you hear and still World Heavyweight Champion Rising Rocker. I cried almost. What was your finish? Because everybody was rooting for me. Well, you got to finish. Yeah. Oh, man. What was it? I think it was uh, the flying elbow from the top rope. <laughs> no, you had to. No, Did you, you had to have ropes? a name for it. You had to. You had to have a name for your finish, right? Just the elbow drop. No, the only thing I had was uh, this is Rising Rocker, and and I'm coming for the title, and you can't stop this. That was my. That was my you got a good promo. All right. <laughs> so you were Rising Rocker, like this is your destiny because the evolution of Curse and Legions of the Sends is backed by this glorious, illustrious history of being, you know, having these. Elbow drops in the bookshelf in the in the basement. Fucking. Well, I'll tell you one thing though. We made up this character. His name is Leviathan Abyss, and he used to come down the aisle to Megadeth, uh, wake up dead, and all he was was a, a pillow in a garbage bag. So what happened was he fought my buddy. who was Great White, and uh, Great White had this finisher called the the Great the Great White Package. So what happened was he put him in the Great White Package, but he didn't realize that Leviathan's head was on top. So it was one, two, three. He got up. All of a sudden, do 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 do, and a new intercontinental champion. And my friend got beaten by a Leviathan Abyss, uh, a pillow in a garbage bag that came down. Wake up! He was like an Undertaker character. This, this he guy. lost. I'm not even joking. Is that around. a shoot, brother? That went down in history. This guy. He got so pissed. He goes, "Please, Steve, can I have a rematch? Man. Please." I go, "You gotta wait till next week." <laughs> he got on his knees. Please, dude. I need my belt back. I can't have. I can't have him. Hold the belt. I go, I'm sorry, dude. Leviathan Abyss is the new Intercon champion. I'm sorry. He flipped the hell out, but I gave him a rematch, and he beat the living piss out of the pillow, and I put him in the pa- great white package, and it was over. Really? You should do commentating. Really. You should do commentating for your own backyard Jesus wrestling. Christ, Brian. You just opened Pandora's he, box right there, man. And he yeah. can, he <laughs> that gimmick <laughs> came right up. soon. He can, talk, he, <laughs> he can talk about this stuff for hours and hours, and I've known him for, for years, and he's been talking about all these stories, and that's actually a new one. I've not. <laughs> well, I never really told anybody that. That my buddy Gray White lost to a pillow in a garbage bag, named Leviathan Abyss. No, for the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, would you lose that in West Warwick? Fucking. No, he lost in the Thunderdome, <laughs> Briarwood House in Waltham. Why is it important to be a babyface though, in the whole racket of the things? Not just in wrestling, but you're kind of a babyface in the black metal scene, Stephen. Uh, I don't know. I Interesting like to take. Be positive, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. We being positive? Uh, just positive. I, I don't know. I don't drink. I don't smoke. And I play yeah. this kind of music because I love it. Trust Straight me. Edge. 
We we've Should tried we tried to make him drink. He's yeah. never. He's like, Steve's seen me evolve probably more Open than he, oddly <laughs> enough, Stephen. You've seen me evolve. You've seen me in those early. Oh yeah, ascendancy, ascendancy, and oh. days. Yeah, I had my <laughs> nice <laughs> gelled up hair. L.A. looks number ten. Yep. I remember that. I, I remember that. Stuck. <laughs> Used to watch them way back in the day when we had a uh, practice space in Brockton. That oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, some thugs broke into that room and stole all their stuff. Oh man. <laughs> they came in through the ceiling. Yep. <laughs> and <they> just <laughs> saws all through the ceiling. Yep. And stole, like, Crazy. <laughs> like. Four grand worth of speakers, amps, oh. everything. Yep, they took <laughs> yeah. Terrence's most from Ascendancy. Most of his stuff, Terrence. Well, you've seen us. Play, I mean, you were stopping by abnormality practices there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. You and Malik, I got to say, not to put you on the spot, but you're one of the few Indian fucking headbangers I know. A- Asian Indian headbangers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Malik is half Indian, half white. I'm full Indian. You know, so... That's fucking significant. I don't fucking get to meet too many fucking Indian headbands. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when Cetral played a show, some some dude went up to me and goes, Hey, man, your your dad played Chinese. And I'm like, Yeah, so? He goes, You're Indian. Yeah, so? He's like, You guys are doing black metal. I go, I'm sorry that a doing black metal. Goodbye. And I walked away and he went nuts. This is, that's what he calls me. Whatever whatever he did. What's your heritage, Andrew? I'm half Chinese. So this is exciting because Andrew goes yeah. to Montreal a couple weeks ago and gets oh, accused yeah. of being a fascist by Antifa. I got called. Oh, I got. <laughs> I got called Nazi scum. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing in a band with the Indian Christian. Dude. Uh, yeah, oh, and, okay. and our vocalist is uh, Mexican. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah. you guys are straight off the fucking fascist fucking highway That's to right. fucking supremacy. That's right. Fuck we, it. Nothing we, but the finest well, fucking of Axis heritage here, folks. We fit the stereotype. That's right. Oh, you got Chinese, Nazis. you got Indian, you got <laughs> Spanish, you got red-headed yeah. white dude, and a bald-headed white dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, Tommy's Tom Polish. Soul. <laughs> like yeah, the future so. of the U.S. is like white dudes, like whites going down population-wise, right? When I look in the future forecast, it's going to be less white people. What about the black metal? So like, is it going to be, in, we're going to look at Ralph's in 200 years saying, oh, finally a white band here it's not finally a white band member i'm not saying this like in a weird way but like right now we look at it like oh hey there's a there's a you know an asian dude or something indian dude in a band but now down the road well, it's gonna be like there's a white that dude said that to me i was like well, what do you mean you mean to tell me that what are you talking about can't do black metal like what's up with that you, like we can't like <laughs> we can't do again. it why like why are you pointing that to me and be like he's like no 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 because later on i talked to him later he goes dude you're crazy with the way you play. There's no way you could. I'm like, what do you mean, dude? Because I'm Indian. Yeah, where, yeah, you, where are you going with us? Like, like yeah. I, I, not I you, but like, where's that dude going with? Yeah, because he was blown away by the playing, and I'm like, okay. What do you? Th- you know. What's been harder though for people to? Uh, what, like, is it being a Christian or the color of your skin? Like, what's been more fucking uh, adversarial, or whatever you want to call it, fucking. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm a believer, but I keep that to myself. I don't try to push that to anybody or do anything like that. I you mean, don't find conflict in, in playing black metal and, you know, fucking, uh, it's, you know, being like, you know, just a believer, you know, fucking Merry Christmas, by the way. No, I, I, I know. That. I Second totally late. understand where people come from when it comes to that, but I'm just like, yo, this is 2016. Who cares? Yeah. Like, really, seriously, who cares? Like, there's Christian black metal bands out there. Who cares? And there, there's a couple of them that are badass, so... I mean, I mean, Deliverance, what a joke album, like, is one of the greatest thrash metal albums of all time, and if people are not going to listen to that crazy album and say, oh, well, they're Christian, so I'm not going to listen to it? No, Deliverance is nasty thrash metal band, or Vengeance Rising. 
or even Recon. Like, these guys are <laughs> sick. Like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing half of the stuff. The slow beats and everything all come from that. those bands. You know the so. most about Christian Mel than anybody in my life. Well, all I, I know mean, is Striper. Yeah, Striper. <laughs> everybody knows Striper. The heaviest one. Mortification. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't know Christian black metal, though. I mean, Iron Maiden had a lot of Christian, like, undertones, or at least religious undertones in their music. So, I mean, they had actually not even undertones. They would outright talk about uh, Jesus and Judas and all that stuff all the time. So, right. I mean, like, when this band, Steve's the Christian, and I think everyone else is more, like, along the lines of agnostic or anti-religious, so it's more like, I, I guess we're trying to make it, like, more a positive music, but not necessarily Christian, so... I yeah, really it's, like, it's like that. It's like, I see that the local, mass local metal scene and everything out there is is very negative and very, like, whatever, into that. I just want a band that's positive and just... But the music is nasty. If you listen to our music and you go nuts and you feel a sorrow from our music and you're happy, that's all I care about. Who I want my music to be touched by people. I don't want, you know, so what's wrong who with the message? the most positive band ever? Positive band ever? Andrew WK. Probably Striper. <laughs> <laughs> Striper. <laughs> Striper. <laughs> Striper. <laughs> Striper. <laughs> Skillet. Skillet. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we sound <laughs> anything <laughs> like those bands. No, we don't, but I'm just saying, like, you do positive band. I mean, my God. I don't know. <laughs> Like, Wait, so you guys aren't a Striper cover band? I wish. Because I was under I the wish. impression you were. We got a, we got a, a special Bible just for you to throw <laughs> right, out in the sweet. crowd. All right, I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think we sound anything like that. I don't know. I don't know what positive black metal sounds like either. I don't. I don't. I don't well, know if I don't we think sound like such thing. I just think that we're just, so, dude, we're just, dude, we're just everybody's taking it too serious. Let's just go out there and rock. We're just the Kralis and the, uh, what's uh, the other one there that people like the fucking give No, up? like Death Haven and stuff. Death Haven, yeah. No, nah, we're like, not. Uh, uh, isn't that positive stuff? Definitely not like I, that. I see it's uplifting. You see what it did to that girl in the cover? Uh, yeah. Very uplifting. She's floating in air there, Andrew. <laughs> fucking like. Well, what about Chuck Shoulder and Death? I love his lyrics and what he writes about, about getting backstabbed by people. And I love, I mean, that's, Death lyrics are badass, man. And Chuck was the man you know like yeah he, pro- he approaches like so many subjects like yeah, uh, like christianity too in a very intelligent exactly intelligent and i think way, like if somebody has their heart into this it's more than music and playing and all this egotistic bullcrap you just go out there and rock who cares if you're awesome or not awesome you go out there you do what you do you play with your heart and that's it you know like it's more to me what i mean is like when i met peter from hypocrisy at the palladium like shoulder died i was depressed as hell and i was like i gotta meet Peter Tragrin, like he's my idol. So everybody else is going up to him and shaking his hand and everything else. And I went up to him and said, Peter, I'm, this is an honor to meet you, dude. You, you biggest influence back in the day. I go, I'm glad I can meet you, but I can't ever meet Chuck and he's dead. And I thank you for shaking my hand. And then he just looked at me and he, he just like totally demeanor changed and gave me a hug. I'm like, what? Peter Tragrin from Fibocracy is giving me a hug. No way. That was awesome, dude. That's, that's a moment. That's what I'm saying. Like, did you get him dish, uh, deuce chills too? Well, <laughs> I am wearing Adidas shoes that he had on at a time. Oh, uh, you don't you don't have the Peter pants on though. No, dude. Peter pants. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call uh, army pants. So it's just fucking um, I've seen you play though. I think uh, God, I gotta tell you. I think I actually said it your part. It was like the worst show I ever played. No disrespect. <laughs> Remember that show back in Fitchburg? Fucking with Ascendancy. Yeah. Where we were. And like there was like. It, was, it wasn't like a horrible show show. But like we left Montreal seeing Lord Worm and a sellout medley. 
and go home to play in front of like two people in Fitchburg. <laughs> yeah. And like like depressing. we had to like speed home to like make the show on a Sunday. Like oh, that was depressing. That was, was, depressing. That was really depressing. Was that, was I was yeah. really depressed. I felt bad for everybody. But you guys That's killed it and you have actually one of the most explosive like styles as a drummer. Like kinda actually reminded me of fucking Frankie Medali. Like you kinda have a certain finesse like your wind up and just fucking I hate saying it, like a little pizzazz. You got a little pizzazz there, fucking, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, does. You know, it's cute. Fucking good player. But have you been playing in, like, Christian bands prior? I mean, it was Cleansed by Fire, it was a Christian death metal band. I don't know if I can. Oh, you remember that, yeah. huh? Yeah, that was the band that played, yeah. Well, yeah. What about Ascension? Tell me about that band. How old were you then when that started? Ascension, my God. You're talking about 1990. 1991. Oh, man. 25 years ago. Yeah. You, uh, wow. I was only 15 years old, and we played Indian Convention, and that was insane. What do you mean Indian Convention? Like Indian Convention had 1,000 people, we just or whatever, 500, we played in front of them, and I was that's the first time I ever... What do you mean, ever, like 500 like fucking Indians? From yeah, fucking like a, a Christian convention with really? 500. It was insane. We played live, and they, were, they all were like, what is this? This is awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I still remember the beat to Rebels... With the cause, <laughs> so with bad. The <laughs> with the cause, it's one foot blast actually. But if I do the beat, it's a one foot blast beat, which is hilarious. It's just a regular beat. So, so, so I was one foot blasting it back then. I didn't realize it. So your first show, first metal show, playing a metal set, is in front of fucking five hundred of your native people at a Christian convention yep. playing fucking metal. <laughs> That's fucking pretty awesome. Sweet well, Christian rock. Fucking like, rock. Dude, fuck, fuck what you get. That's board, metal, dude. That's drums. sticking up for what you believe in doing what you do and fucking yeah, talk about fucking taking a flag into battle. You might get shot down, I'll tell you, but fucking, you know, fucking. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy, <laughs> it's been a long metal road, dude, no doubt. <laughs> so tell us about this band. Fucking, uh, I mean, you guys saying, it's, you know, fucking, uh, I mean, what? How long have you been together? Is there a demo or anything? It's a five piece. You're missing Tommy and fucking your singer and fucking. Yeah. What, what are we gonna expect from you guys when we, when we see you live? Well, uh, well, the thing with LD was, you know, the first time Legions we just descend. Yeah, the first time we. Uh, <laughs> Very hood like guy. It's on like the streets. It's like uh, how do I explain this? It was started back in 2009 as a side project and then died down and then all of a sudden made a huge, huge comeback. Really. Basically, yeah. it was pants out of buying CDs or something. What do you mean, like fucking? Well, I, I mean, I never, I don't play keyboards at all, and I wrote the whole first song throughout the ages on a keyboard. It's 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 well, just weird, and then all of a sudden, it. during Sithral, I wrote <laughs> yeah. four or five others with like four others along, out of the blue, these riffs instead of humming. So I said, you know what? After we got fired from Cryo Stadium, <laughs> me and Andrew got fired from Cryo Stadium, and Baron Oak broke up. I looked at him and I said, you know what, dude? You're going to be in shock, but I wrote four more songs after Throughout the Ages. Let's just do my side band. And you gotta, Screw it. You got you to gotta you realize know? this guy is is a drummer, as in totally self-taught, never took a music class in his life, Doesn't can't play an instrument at all, can't play guitar. You you can play like two notes on bass, and that's that's the most I've seen. But he's somehow come out with like just riffs, that he just hums in like perfect pitch too. Yeah, he just hits. And uh, we can actually just play guitar, uh, just based off his humming. Every song yes. you're gonna hear is. And then it just builds, humming, like builds into it just builds into a song, and then we, you know, we put our spin on it. Yep. Maybe and then it just comes out into into song after song, and. You know that's probably that's weird faster. Yeah. Than if <laughs> if he you've played guitar. 
No, he's... he's like, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. If yeah. he played guitar and he had the thought in his brain and he had to convert it to riff and try to learn the parts, oh, how do I play it, how do I play it, versus verbally saying it, yeah. I feel like you're, you're almost writing faster now, which is good. That's inspiration, though. Like, so many black metal bands I've listened to, this is where all this is coming from. Just humming all these crazy riffs. We have a new one called Demons Dwell. It's insane. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's just I, out of the blue. Just hum riffs and make songs. I don't know how I do hummer. it. I think it's amazing to sit there and watch him like hum, and then yeah. Andrew or Tom's like, oh, okay, and they just play exactly what the hell he's humming, and I'm just like, how the fuck do you guys do that? <laughs> yep. And, then it, and it, just, it just happened to come out as like melodic. He's either possessed or enlightened. <laughs> what is it? I think a little both. But yeah, it just happens to come out like uh, melodic, melodic black death metal, and it's... I mean, these guys are amazing for me to sit there and hum a riff to Tom, and then Tom just automatically plays it. Yeah. Like, the, like, like the, the riff to... You know, voice of the voiceless, that one that everybody loves and everything. You know, the I just hummed it to him and he got it. It's just, it, it's it's amazing. So you just, you'll see tonight. It just everything's just, you'll see how it is. Do you whistle while you work? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny. I do did work at FedEx and I'm working at UPS now. And when I do unload trucks, I make music. I make the songs like that. During the whole time I'm unloading trucks in FedEx, I was humming <laughs> riffs. I said, "Hey, dude, what about you know this riff and oh, put that next part and." It was so funny because some of the riffs that I made, I don't even know what beat to put to it. And I was in shock. I'm like, oh, my Lord, I made the beats. I mean, I made the riffs, but I don't know what beats to put to it. That was an adventure we had, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's an adventure we, we had for most to, of the songs. Um, <laughs> one of the riffs to uh, At the Depths of Ruin was a vocal pattern I made up. And I said, oh, this vocal pattern sounds like a pop song, but hey, what happened if you did a riff to it? And that's what we did. And it came out amazing. So... It works, man. Oh. Whatever works. You'll see. Know. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. It's a, and the beats are just, I was just like, yo, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beats, yeah, you'll see. You'll know what I'm talking about. The timing is insane. Crazy timing. This is going to jinx us and we're going to yeah, all mess up too. All yeah, you guys oh, yeah, just suck live every time I see it. <laughs> fucking up every time. Yep. Yep. She's fucking just chucking drumsticks <laughs> around. You know, you fucking can't. It's only, it's, only a, it's only a second show too, so we don't, we don't really well, know what I to expect like, yet. This is your second show? Second yeah. show. Yeah, it's yeah. our As second show. Yeah, it's my second show in general, though. Oh, like I know. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. He's he's the Jason Newsted of the band. Sweet. He's the Jason <laughs> Newsted. <laughs> so what do you do? You ha- you know you don't see. How would Steve haze? How does he haze you guys? Fucking like when it all goes down. How does like fucking he get his Hetfield on? I could see Steve being a real ball breaker, like just fucking. Oh no, I am. Fucking yeah. throwing shit around. Fucking does he throw empty beer cans at you guys? And shit, <laughs> fucking pit- nah, shit, he, motherfucker. He never. He never everybody gets frustrated because we want to make you know the song like Demons Dwell. Oh, so many. We're so we want to pull our hairs out, but the but but at the end of the thing, pulling the hair out is awesome because we've made that song so sick. Even though everybody's like, you know, frustrated and all this other stuff, but. I think there's a lot of fuel to be fired for the fire for us because going through all the crap of just trying to get a band, making it work, and going out there and not having a band break up and all this other crap. That's why we, uh, we're angry. I'm angry. I'm back with a vengeance with this band and <laughs> want to come back and want to destroy. He's the angry Indian Christian. Want to come and destroy. That's it. You know, like. That's on your wrestling vengeance. T-shirt. It should be on the back of your T-shirt. <laughs> as you're, getting you're to know the man behind the Sting makeup. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Curse is a ripoff. He's a disciple of Sting. He does wear a <laughs> black and white face paint. It's not the Scorpion Death Drop. It's the Darkened Death Drop. That's his finisher. <laughs> of course it is. You just walk around with a baseball bat. Is it court like George Brett's fucking Albert? T- 
Car crash. All right. I can't. So fucking, uh, I don't even know where we're at on time here. Yeah, like 27. You can go a couple uh, more minutes. All right, yeah. Fucking, so fucking, where, where are we going to follow you guys? Fucking all that bullshit. Fucking, you guys got the Facebook? Or, uh, yeah, we just, we, we got a Facebook up and stuff. We're probably yeah. going to record soon and s- shirts and stickers. Uh, you know, um, yeah, we're, our we're, vocalist is amazing. Juan is, he, he's just, he, he's a crazy Crazy front man for the band, and very happy to have him in this. Very happy to have Tom. Everybody in this. So. Oh yeah, Tom. Tom's incredible guitarist. He yeah, run, he's. He uh, yeah, runs he's runs uh, circles Soul. around me. <laughs> so Mr. Soul. Yeah, Tom Soul. Tom. Tom Soul. Starting to try and learn play guitar, and I sit there and watch him, and I'm just like, how the fuck do you do any of that stuff? <laughs> Teach like, me. You got Ingwe Mountstein. You got George <laughs> Satriani. Now you got Tom Soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. He's also Josh. really humble, so if he heard this, he'd be like, oh, come on. <laughs> I don't mean yeah. to uh, sidetrack the conversation. Oh, we got to go back to Montreal, that oh, festival. Yeah. You, you kind of, that was a quick, that was a quick, like, well, wait a minute. That's I, I don't want to propagate too much. I'm sure he wants to talk and, about it. Uh, I, I'm, I don't want to really uh, fucking use this platform to fucking voice like an opinion or agenda where I'm at, but I would like to hear. But he Andrew's was there. Account. That's so Andrew's account's at. important because ba- I don't think we really heard that too much. Basically, it was a bunch of like music fans just getting yelled at and berated by like people that are so politically charged and angry about something we don't really care about at all. Like, yeah, you, you we were we were not affiliated with any of that. It wasn't like a. So it was, in case you don't know, it was Antifa, anti-fascist uh, group in Montreal protesting against uh, Graveland from playing a festival in Montreal. Oh, shit. That makes yeah. Sense. So, I mean, like, Graveland... Real quick, what's the tie? Yeah. Why, why, what's this presumption about Graveland being a Nazi band? Why, so why is this... So they definitely... He uh, is Rob Darkin, definitely affiliated himself with a lot of NS bands back in the 90s. And as you mean national socialists. Yeah, yeah. Even even like the hardcore national socialists, like punk bands too. That are, yeah. Yeah, like For Honor or whatever that was. Um, doing like, even the, uh, the the pictures of him uh, with the other band, with the other members doing the, uh, the salutes and stuff like that. So that was that was a, a core of his fan base in, you know, in Eastern Europe in the 90s, early 90s. So I don't, uh, so I don't, I don't blame people for drawing that conclusion, but he's, uh, but he's he's actually trying to distance himself from that scene, even though he he definitely was not in the '90s. So I don't I don't blame people for associating. But but uh, uh he he's he says he's not into that, and he says he's not you know for white supremacy. He says he's not for uh, you know all that stuff. But basically, they were they were protesting against that band playing how dare that they band were play a in this part city. of the festival they're just one band they on were that. headlining the like the second day yeah of the fest. I mean, okay and essentially the whole fest is centered they, around this they band got, playing they you know assumed we were all national socialist sympathizers you were there so uh, they're, they're supporting it uh, they, they were they were there to um protest at like a nazi rally almost and i'm like and we're like we're all standing there just want to see black metal <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and i'm like are you kidding me you got the wrong audience yeah, wrong for that, <laughs> right? Uh, there's pretty much almost no one there that's advocating for fascism at all. Yeah, and we're like, well, the thing too is that it's kind of like for if if anybody's familiar with Montreal, that side that you guys were in is kind of swanky. It, it's not super swanky, but it's not 
St. Catherine Street or Sherbrooke, like anything yeah, really a, like it's a, that. It's a nice it's shopping. It's a nice, yeah. It's kind of like a Newberry Street sort yeah, of, yeah, but like pretty not much. really. But it's just nice. They got Christmas lights, the whole whole yeah. thing. <laughs> and they had a lot, like they did file for permits to protest. Right. And uh, the other thing, too, is that the police presence and response overall for that was, from what I understand from all accounts, was kind of. Uh, Massive, <laughs> right? Right? Or am I it wrong was, about that? It was uh, not so much in the beginning because they they sectioned them off on you know on that main street, uh, but they let the protesters get close enough to the main door to throw smoke bombs into it and everything. How, and that, how many smoke bombs are thrown? I have no idea. I didn't. I wasn't. Uh, I I wasn't close enough to that corner because we were oh, wrapped around the science uh, side street. Oh, God, <laughs> this is so gay. It's so fucking. It's it's. It was <laughs> so, it's like, I'm just like. Uh, so it was, it was ridiculous. A dance, but like it needs to be documented. Yeah, it's so it's so to so to this But that's what it was. Ago, it when really I say so gay, ridiculous. and I'm sorry for all my LGBTQTAI <laughs> friends. Fucking, however. A smoke bomb pretty much was, they were like, that's it, it's done, right? They were, uh, like, didn't they spray mace too or something? Yeah, no, the cops, uh, after they threw the, like, the smoke bombs inside the, the door, the cops maced the, the crowd. <laughs> but they still didn't disperse, and then they were making, I guess they were making bomb threats and everything to the, to the venue. Uh, they're making bomb threats to, you know, informing the city that there were bomb threats, blah, 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 all this, all Every this stuff. loophole they could... Yeah, work. literally any like kind of terrorist type type like thing they can think of without like actually doing, you know. I mean, doesn't that sound fascist? Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's you know, and you we know, though, the point. I'll tell you though, the whole thing is uh, we don't want Nazis in that city, and they're not welcomed. And in the end of the day, not a bad policy. Yeah, I mean that's totally hey, understandable. You know, like, and but yeah. the thing is too, now it's it's Donald Trump's world, and uh, <laughs> I think those guys up there are a little. Uh, on edge i think everybody's on fucking edge however might i add that montreal don't fuck around when it comes to fucking protesting or getting out there in the streets yeah, and expressing some sort of social justice the motherfuckers will flip a car over a playoff game all right but they when will they riot yeah when yeah. they win i mean they'll beat the bruins in the regular season and flip a car about it and it seems like every time i go up there there is some sort of political student dem uh, student-led demonstration that is occurring Yep. And it does not surprise me that a group of 30 fucking dudes dressed in black would show <laughs> up to that and probably just stand there with their fists in the air and antagonize the shit <laughs> out of fucking all you black metal motherfuckers. I've been to the fest, and yeah. you know I, I I love a lot of the people. That's the thing is like knowing who was up there, all these assholes, right? Yeah, they got like a Jewish kid. They got fucking they, <laughs> like yeah. plenty of Asian guys, there, Chinese, plenty, plenty of Hispanics. You know, there's people, people there like there's like calling them Nazis, right? And there's people like yelling out like I'm half Jewish. Yeah, oh, like fucking like like we were way more <laughs> diverse than than they were yelling yeah. Nazis come at us. <laughs> so what occurs when the show is shut down? What occur? What, what events transpire as you're padding from the venue uh, so so pretty much a lot of most of the metalheads just like peacefully leave we're just you know we're, we're drunk somewhere else oh yeah you know we're, everybody we're was well behaved nobody said anything impolite oh yeah there was um, uh. there's plenty of chanting plenty of yelling oh on both sides of that oh yeah because you guys Everyone. drove at least six hours to get up yeah. there people flying people in. paid good money nah, for this yeah. for the fest that everyone sucks was, everyone so was angry that fucking sucks so bands got hosed yeah. you know bands couldn't sell you know a lot of merch got, orders a lot of they bands got ended up getting that, you know 
Yeah, and they ended up getting trapped in the venue too for a few hours. Oh yeah, that was the other thing too. Being, yeah. yeah. So who takes the, does the promoter get a lot of this heat now from people like so well, I us, paid a lot of money. A lot of let, us. Let were, me just um, interject real quick too. That first night, the first night goes off. I won't right? say without a hitch, but you guys were basically instructed that they could not leave the venue. Yeah. They had to stay there for fucking and, like four to fucking you know one what? morning, dude. And that and that that's, that's that is cool. that's like an awful thing that I that no I've experienced there. in like other other festivals. But for this one, everyone actually was uh, pretty understandable. Yeah. And even even when the uh, they weren't opening the door the the last night, everyone was understandable. Everyone was like that's respectful. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then um, even when after it was canceled, no one's asking for refunds. Good. Because we're like, it's not, it wasn't Martin Martin's fault. Matty. It was. Uh, Hab suck. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can was, see where uh, people may want to blame something. Uh, yeah. The, the first thing they may go to is I don't blame who them. threw no. this show on. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey. But the thing is, I think everybody kind of, uh, as soon as they got announced, it was like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I had a feel. I was like, that does something special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, what, tell me though. Let's wrap this up. Fucking, we got a show. Yeah, we we, we got over our thirty yet. minutes. We're good here. Fuck it. Um, what happens as you depart from the venue? I mean, you know, yeah, this is the second so, night. You know, so so pretty much, uh, most of us peacefully depart. Um, we can't we can't go to the direct, and then there's a uh, a few of us, smaller group of us. We try to go to the subway. The riot cops are like, no, you can't go this way. Uh, this is blocked off. You have to go two blocks up, two blocks around, right? So we finally do that. Takes us, you know, like ten more minutes, and that's where all the protesters at the metro station. That's where all the protesters have decided to congregate. They're I guess fishing at that point. They yeah. got their poles out ready to reel it in. Yeah, that we sucks. ended up uh, we ended up going in uh, to the metro. Because uh, there was actually riot cops in the metro station, like, right before the ticket booth. Yeah. So we're like, okay, fine. So we go in. Of course, there's a bunch of yelling. Uh, someone got spat at, I think, in our group. Uh, there's a bunch of, like, throwing stuff. Um, so most of the group ended up getting a, they ended up getting a, a cab or a series of cabs or, something or whatever. Uh, so it ends up just, like, uh, me... Uh, my girlfriend Becky, uh, these two Chinese kids, and Adam from Ashen Wings and his girlfriend, <laughs> just in the bottom of this metro station. We go in, and there's no riot cops anymore. And just the entire Antifa group that was standing outside just decides to descend to the metro platform that we were standing on. And there's no. It sounds like the end of a movie right now. Exactly. The two rival gangs are meeting up. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Looks like we got a West Side Story. Yeah. I'm like, are you? I, I'm like, this is this is not happening. This is, and it was. Uh, they were all. There was only one stairwell too. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I just let's go to the back. Oh, we're cut off. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? It can't get any worse. Uh, and these guys have like a bunch of them have like like weapons too. <laughs> I'm like, and masks. And they're still in their masks. So we go. Uh, Trouble at that point. As um, said fishing. Yeah, straight up. I, it's weird. Like, can you? We're in a society where if shit's going down and you you know you may be you know may have you know get your ass kicked, shit. Can yeah. you like just immediately grab your phone and go on Facebook Live? Like, is that going to happen now? Where if shit's going yeah. down, like you're going to get raped, hit <laughs> Facebook Live and just right. start immediately broadcasting? 
Like, could. You well, know what I, I mean? I, I think it's we interesting. Like, I, think I mean, there's a lot. You see that. That's yeah. definitely a big trend is like that mobile. I got to tell you, though, like I got pissed off looking at. You see that video of that guy fucking filming Comcast? Fucking like. Oh. Like, Who are you that shit off pisses me off, dude. It's like just trying to get a guy fired. Steve, you anxious? Right. You okay? You, you fucking you all right here? He's, he's warming up for the show still, so. Fucking um, <laughs> but no, I I agree. But that's the thing. They're from fucking Canada, bro. They ain't gonna fucking pay for the Rogers fucking extra mobile package. No, yeah, to fucking ten, ten even bucks get, you know, a like second. they're paying two dollars a tax. Oh. So it's like, and plus you guys are. It's not like you guys speak French. Fucking yeah. Jeanu Sweet Pot Fashis, J Sweet Desolet. Fucking the, 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 these are simple approaches you guys could have had. <laughs> like so, just to resolve a little bit of the situation. But yeah, on, and, and then on. like so so basically as the only white male. They were uh, yelling at Adam. They were targeting him. God. Because uh, then they were trying to go. Th- uh, and Adam's got them fucking Quebecois patches all yep. over. They were trying. Oh, that's exactly go. what they were trying. They were trying to go. Fucking patch, tagging them, yep. profiling them. They were trying to go through his patches. They were like, "Give me your, give me your vest. Tom give me your vest." Mac. And he's like, "No." <laughs> He's like, what's wrong that's with you? like what gangs do to people exactly. who have tattoos on them that they're not supposed to have. Like, yeah. Let me see oh, your patches. Take those off. Sons of Anarchy, Montreal, and the streets of the metro with Antifa. <laughs> so where does this lead to, with this, this interrogation, this hostile interrogation? So eventually, eventually we're like, okay, obviously we can't stay here. We just broke through the crowd, as in walked on the yellow line, almost like hopefully not falling in. But yeah, right. they easily could have pushed us and Fuck. try try to uh, try to you know say hey we're, we're not we're not Nazis. As one of the Chinese kids were like, dude, we're Chinese. We're not fucking Nazis. But yeah, like so leave us alone. You gotta pull that card. And luckily, like, really? yeah, luckily they didn't do anything else to Adam, so we just got out and got an Uber. Damn. Um. Yeah, we ended up telling the riot cops too. I'm like, they're gonna keep harassing people going down metalheads going down that uh down that platform they were just out to harass metalheads yeah. there's other stories of like them harassing like no, uh, i've heard several of the yeah. stories i can't really speak for anybody else uh, fucking yeah. I, I heard the there was a situation with the hotel and yeah fucking like they found out all the bands were there and yeah, yeah. fire alarm was pulled a few times i heard luckily uh, God knows if luckily I, can I was yeah that was our hotel luckily we were luckily we were at a bar yeah, I can't figure out if that's just St. <laughs> Catherine Street madness, though, or is it just fucking whatever no, it was, else? You it know? was supposedly them. Yeah. Uh, they smashed all our lights, too, in the hallway. What do you mean all your lights? All the, like, ha- the hallway lights. Uh, we At the end of the night, we came back to like, just like smashed hallway lights. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Stupid. I don't know hotel's going to pay for that. Like, exactly. Fuck. You wonder, how many more groups of people do you want to annoy tonight? Oh, it, was, it was pretty ridiculous, so. Either I way, know. I didn't mean to end your the episode on like a you know low note, but that was way too good of a story to like just fucking. <laughs> it's jump a hot house. topic right now, yeah. and there's gonna be few. I mean, I, I know a few of the guys that were there, a few of the women that were there, that all fucking got assaulted in some way. Like, yeah, I think yours isn't actually that bad to tell you the truth. I mean, yeah, there's other people got cigarettes thrown in their face yeah, and yeah, fucking right. you know whatever else, fucking shoved or chased and shit. Like, did you guys get chased? A little bit. A little bit. Did you jump the turnstile like fucking? You know, like? <laughs> no, we actually waited in line to oh the huge metro like ticket line with Antifa lining up behind On us. On your heels. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God. Hey, Tom. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Hey, Tom. What's up? What's going on? Tommy, say hello to everybody. Fucking. How you all doing tonight? Big star of the band, Tommy. They, 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 
fucking he's, he's like the grand wizard or something like that yeah fucking Sick that's my glowing reviews for Tommy's performance. Yeah, I'm really hyped up right now. There's no way I'm going to live up to those expectations. <laughs> I appreciate that from everybody. Well, you're quite the play. You're playing Amory, fucking, uh, uh, f- fucking Soul, uh, Soul Revenants, fucking uh, used to playing Fast Asphyxiation, fucking yeah. several other groups. And you're in a band with known fascists. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking, yeah, I, I can't this, fucking. That's what we can't discuss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I'm the first Asian one I've met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's remarkable. I don't know how you guys can stay together with, you know, so many crazy things between Steve being a insane Christian fucking straight edge <laughs> fucking uh, fascist to Andrew's communist fascist heritage. It's like, the, it's like the death metal rainbow over here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Indian dude, Asian dude, ginger, fucking white dude. Bald-headed white dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right. All That's right. a high note. That's that is the gonna, high note. That's where you gotta wrap it. Demographics right. pay off. The future of American black metal is fucking <laughs> legions ascend. We're just inclusive. It's just the way it is. Fucking inclusive. Everybody's welcome. Come on down. Hang out. Five dollars at the door. Buy a t-shirt. Buy the merchandise online. Whatever you can fucking do. Thanks, fellas, for being here. Steve, good luck with the title and your reign. Fucking <laughs> hopefully you get it back soon. We'll expect a full report on Nutbreaker. You're talking about <laughs> RWF reunion? Ad, it's, I, that, I hear reunion. it's happening. I hear it's happening. It's supposed to. Well, hopefully fucking uh, you can claim some you know new fucking Ice Castle fucking champion in the backyard soon and fucking tell us all about your next snowball <laughs> fucking, you know. Yeah, guy. Cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool, fellas. Man. Thanks for being here. Have a great show tonight. Hey, thanks. Right, thanks. Cheers.